What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Bold Podcast by Legendary Youth. We are your hosts, Brianna and Rose. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you were going to say Rose, but then you started with my name. I'm like, oh, we're switching names today. Brianna okay. <laughs> I know. I wonder if people can tell our voices already. Um, I feel like if they don't know us, I feel like. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get the vibe. Okay, moving on. But feel so good to be back. I feel like I haven't done one of these in forever. Yeah, you guys, Rose, kind of just abandoned us. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said peace out. She I'm left me on a stranded <laughs> island. No, okay. <laughs> um, so today's episode, we have my very good friends, Marlene and Alex. Cue, cue the um, applause. Applause. Yay. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> ladies first. <laughs> Hi everybody, my name is Marlene. I come from a church in Richmond called Iglesia Cristiana Dios con nosotros, and I'm here with my husband, and I will pass it over to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Alex. Uh, we congregate at the church in Richmond, Iglesia Cristiana Dios con nosotros, and we're here as guests today. You might see them on Fridays because they come Fridays. Oh, yes. we come Fridays. <laughs> I think we've been congregating here on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> um, today's episode is going to be about sp everything about spiritual warfare and what is spiritual warfare. Um, I feel like that's one of the topics we don't really talk about at church, but I'm so glad that Rocio did talk about it on on friday mm -hmm. yeah because it was crazy because we we planned this out like what a few months ago yeah yeah and then she talked about it so i was like okay god that's what you want us to talk about but yeah i want to ask you guys if you guys have ever or what is spiritual warfare for you guys in my anybody oh. <laughs> alex um <coughs> well spiritual warfare for one is something that the eye cannot see, nor can the human mind understand what's going on when it does go on. Uh, especially if um, you haven't like, a, I, w I wouldn't say if you don't believe in Christ, because, uh, you know, there's satanics out there, that they engage in spiritual warfare and they don't believe in Christ, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, uh, definitely like if, uh, I kind of wanted to say that saying either, but I guess I'll say it in a way, like if you haven't been like a, uh, you know, some people be like, I've, I've, I've been woke. <laughs> you know what I mean? No cap. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> she said no cap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Low key. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> High key. <laughs> yeah, but if you definitely haven't uh, had an experience, then you would definitely not know about it. Everybody just thinks that, oh, you know, that person's just being evil for no reason or or that person's feeling depression or suicidal thoughts, mm -hmm. et cetera, for no reason must be a, a broken family, et cetera. But it goes deeper than that. Yeah. It goes real deeper than that. Yeah. And uh, those are evil spirits right there. And that's Satan's plan. For sure. Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I was uh, hoping we would end there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the same thing. Like spiritual warfare goes pretty deep because it's like, like he said, like the thoughts or like any little thing, like 
because we have to remember that Satan only came to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what his job is, to kill and steal and destroy humanity and in any kind of way, in any kind of form, through using people, through drugs, through alcohol, through um, t TV, through music, through like a lot of stuff. And um, to, to be able to do spiritual warfare, that's why when you said about the sister that she spoke on it last Friday was so good because not so just good. for new converts or the youth, but in general, the church like needs to be reminded, like we needed to be reminded it's a spiritual warfare, like yes. and to fight in spiritual warfare is through prayer. Mm -hmm. So it's some people don't understand, like mm -hmm. he said, like, why am I feeling this way or why do I feel depressed? Why do I feel suicidal? What's going on in my marriage or, you know, but it's evil demonic spirits that Satan moves to destroy one's life yes. and not just one's life, one's home, one's children and et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even ministry. Yeah, even ministry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think at least um, for me personally, because um, I think I just was awakened, I guess. <laughs> 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 um, um, no, but I think in the beginning when you're like beginning to learn what it is and you're first beginning to experience it, it's very confusing. It's very much so like, is this just my mind or is this like the yeah. spirit, you know? Like, is this me or is this like actual like demons like fighting with me, you know? And it's this constant like back and forth with yourself, especially if you're very new to it. Like, okay, is this like, is this really happening or am I going through like a hard time, you know? Like, how do I handle it? So, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. And I think that the devil is like a professional. I heard this from Isaiah Saldivar, a professional um, player of hide and seek because Ooh. he tries to become like undetected. Like mm -hmm. he throws out the attack and it's just like you're wondering, just like you said, like, is this my mind or is this the devil? Yeah. Is this just me thinking like that I want to die or is it like <laughs> is it me getting attacked, you know? Yeah. And I think that we have to become very vigilant and we need to know his schemes and stuff Amen. to figure out it or like to learn how to fight back because mm -hmm. he's he's constantly fighting against us to to lose and we need to learn how to win back mm -hmm. um one thing i did have a question for you guys is have you guys ever experienced spiritual warfare and like how did you guys come out of it <laughs> yeah i actually um well those that don't know we actually are youth leaders in our church. And um, when we first gave our life to Christ, um, we gave our life when we were 21 years old. By the way, I'm 30. <laughs> still young, still young. But uh, young yeah, heart. so we gave our life at 21. And um, you know, it's like when you first give your, when you give your life to Christ, period, like we already on the devil's hit list. So mm -hmm. he gonna do anything in any way or form to try to knock us down to stop serving Christ. But we served, my husband served uh, like three years and then he fell. Before that though, like when we were for both serving Christ, like, you know, his mom came out of like witchcraft, like she was, she did brujeria and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we already knew what was up, like, you know, and so even in our church though, like they really, we saw God's hand move like mightily through deliverances and I was one of them that didn't believe until I myself was demon possessed and that's when I was like, whoa. Yeah. And um, I had a lot of encounters actually, like demonic encounters by uh, like uh, witches. Um, and you know, with going to church, that's why it's important for young people to go to church and not just young people in general, you know, like 
I just heard this verse earlier through my husband um, that, you know, it says to not stop congregating like some have the custom of doing so. Mm -hmm. Because in church, you're going to learn the word of God and that like that that's going to help us. The word of God is going to arm us and built us and teach us for spiritual warfare yeah. to know how to fight back with the devil. But I have an encounter like that. But where I really had like super like literally like day and night was when my husband fell off. So he served Christ for three years when we gave our life. We were 21 and he fell off. That's when my whole household just went straight like down. When I mean down, it's, it, it really did. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm going to say it, obviously, but he's here. But he was doing drugs and not just regular like weed, but like he was actually doing some hard drugs and drinking. And uh, that you felt like already like when he would drink, it wouldn't even be him no more. And it would, like, you could automatically see, like, the difference, like, of his face and everything. And it wouldn't have, it wasn't him no more. And every time he'd come drunk, which was, like, every day, every day you felt like the, like, evil spirits roaming in my home. Like, you felt the atmosphere, heck, like, just heavy. demonic and heavy and <clears throat> oppression and all kinds of stuff. And, and then he'll talk normal, you know, but then it would switch up and it wouldn't even be him no more. And it would, it would reference like in third person mm -hmm. and it'd just be me and him. <laughs> and then it all of a sudden, like he'll start saying like you and him and it was mm -hmm. the, the demon using him. And it was so bad. Um, Cause it'd be every day. And I would come to church, like, like, Pastors, please pray for me. Like, I can't do it no more. And if I cry, I'm sorry. Go for oh. it. <laughs> it's okay. We we're not recording. Issues. Don't worry. We're at church. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's just, you know, everything, like, the stuff that I have gone through, it was really hard. It was. And um, only God knows why he permitted it to happen. But it was to the point where, like, they would speak to me every day. And my body, like, for real, my body, my whole, like, from my head, neck, and everything just felt so, like, Tense. Tense and yeah. so like overwhelming. As if but you actually had chains on you. It was just yeah. so horrible. It was just so horrible. And the only thing I could do when every time they would speak to me, I would cover myself with the blood of Jesus and I would start praying like in my head. And then there and at times I would say the word of God and then they'll start laughing and they'll start mocking like and I'll just keep stating the word of God and they finally they couldn't See, when you know God's word, that's why it's very important to, like, read, to go yeah. to church, congregate, and read. Because when the devil comes at you, you can fight back with the word of God. Like, what happened with Jesus when he was tempted with Satan? Yeah, he uh, fought back with the word. Yeah, he did. And every time Satan will come back and he'll fight back with the word of God till finally he flew. Like, he left. And um, that's the time when I, that would happen. I would literally just say God's word. And they would try to, like, laugh at it and say all these things. And then I would keep saying God's word. And they wouldn't know what to say. Like, his face would even switch, like, and they would go, like, uh, like twist and roll his eyes and stuff. Heck, a demonic. And they didn't, they just stay quiet after that. And he'll get up and leave. And I'm okay. just like, dang. Like, and he'll flip back to, like, Alex. Yeah, and then he'll flip back to Alex. Okay. I had, there was another time where one of the times, um, see, the name of Jesus really has power. But... It's really comes down to like the devil and the demons know who's really serving Christ. Yeah. Oh, amen. Mm -hmm. They do. They know who's really in like who's committed mm -hmm. fully following him and who's just like one foot in and one foot out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um I remember one time he was all like 
drugged out and alcoholed out and stuff and he came home and I felt hecka like I already felt fear in the room I already felt like hecka scared and I just went to my daughter's room and I just started praying and I was just praying I couldn't sleep and I felt like I already knew something was gonna happen and I just started I just kept praying and finally like he comes in the room and he starts putting like demonic like you know those that don't know my husband did come out of gangs but he'll put like, and those that maybe don't know, like when you hear gang banging music, all they talk about is like killing. <laughs> yes, killing, like just heck of violence and just killing, yeah. just murder and all these things. And he came in the room and he was with his phone, heck aloud while my girls are sleeping, walking around holding the phone on purposely. Like I knew it was like I taunting. Knew, huh? Yeah, I knew it was the demons already using him. And they started like going around the room and then he gets out. And then he comes, uh, and I'm just like, uh, I just kept praying, telling God, like, protect us and, uh, you know, binding and rebuking any kind of demonic spirit that wants to hurt me and my kids. And I finally was like, no, I, I got to leave. I got to leave my house. So I put on, uh, I woke up my daughter, and I told my oldest daughter, put your shoes on. We got to go. And we were putting our shoes on. And in the, in the time that we were putting our shoes on, he comes back with, like, a big old gun. And then he points it at us and he like not clock. He like, I don't know what it was, but it like kind of looked like he clocked it back and it made a big old noise, like super big. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, like got like she started crying. And I kid you not, like I felt God's presence over me. Like I got so angry and I just was like, in the name of Jesus, Satan, get out of my house. But I yelled it like, yeah. you know, we tend to, yeah, like we tend to like, when somebody comes at you or hits you, like you start saying all kinds of things, <laughs> yelling like loudly and you yeah. fight back physically. But I knew like my fight, like the word of God says, our fight is not against flesh and blood, yeah. but against principalities, against evil spirits of the, of, you know, of the, of this world. And, you know, que se mueven aún las regiones celestes. Mm -hmm. And, um. When I said that, like, Alex came back. Like, he was pointing at it, and he was like, where the do you think you're going? And then when he, that happened, my daughter started crying. I just said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, get out of my house. And um, I started, I said, I covered myself with the blood of Jesus and my daughter. And then my husband actually, like, he came back to his senses. Yeah. And he was like, what happened? And he started crying. He was like, What's going on? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I just was like, Alexia, let's go. And we just ran out. But that's when I knew, like, I, I knew the devil was really trying to destroy my home. And just that's one, one of the few that I've said. But there was a whole bunch. For Alex just came back, like, glory to God. Like, you know, he got like a month or two, maybe three, that he just came back to Christ. Mm -hmm. But it was like five, six years nonstop that the devil would use the devil will come and attack me and my children and not just me like my home using him but even like my daughter like it was so in within that period of time like every day i couldn't even sleep every day was something every day like something and um one of the times also that's what i'm saying like Satan only came to kill steal and destroy because when he tried to he tried to destroy my home he tried to destroy my marriage and then not just destroy my own husband and my marriage but then he also tried to get at my daughter like yeah. come to my daughter um alex had came home one time from work 
all drunk. We were supposed to go out, but he came drunk. And he ended up coming home and falling asleep. And so me and my oldest daughter, we went, I said, let's go get some something to eat. And we went to go get something to eat. And on our way over there, she started hearing voices in her head. Mind wow. you, she never heard voices in her head. And she started hearing voices in her head. And I was just so upset, so angry, so sad, and so just everything because I'm already going through it at my house with my husband, and now that I see that the devil's trying to destroy him, my marriage, and now he's trying to get at my daughter. Yeah, like, you got the nerve. Yeah, like, you have the <laughs> nerve. And I was driving, and I literally, like, we were hearing, like, a, we were hearing Brian Trejo, and she just starts hecka crying. And I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, I hear voices in my head. I hear voices in my head. And I'm like, you know, I, I was so upset, and I was just like, I, this dude just comes home all drunk. He's not seen that he's permitting this, the, these demons and Satan just come in my home and put chaos in my home. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's affecting my kids. It's affecting me. It's affecting my home, my marriage. And um, and I stopped the car. I, I'm not lying. Like, God knows. I don't even know where I was at. I was driving, and I literally stopped the car. And I just, I put my hands over my daughter's head and I was like, in the name of Jesus, get out of my daughter's mind. I I was saying like, you know, I was saying all these, like praying over her and they started manifesting. They started manifesting and they, and she was like, she, they were just screaming and I'm like, in the name of Jesus, you're going to leave. And in number, and I was like, in the name of Jesus, la vas a soltar su mente, vas a soltar su mente. And finally, like she had stopped crying and I'm like, do you hear the voices still? And she was like, no. And that's when I had to tell her, like, I know she's young. My daughter's like, in that time, I think was like nine years old or 10 years old. She's 10 or 11 now. One of them. She's 11. No, she's, she's 11. 10. Yeah, she's 11. Yeah, she's 11. <laughs> and uh, our, kids, our kids are all like in order. That's why. <laughs> it's like hers and then my, my sister's and then it's mine. So we're all in order. That's all funny. <laughs> and, um. She was like, no. And I said, you have to understand it's a spiritual warfare. Yeah. And I know she's probably little and probably some people will be like, they don't know. They don't understand. Mm -hmm. Well, they have to know. Like, even if they don't know, they're I'm going to let them know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because As you should. Yeah. And she was like, I'm like, you have to know it's a spiritual warfare. And the devil is going to try to do anything to come to destroy us and send evil spirits to come in our lives. And you see what's going on in our household. Because she knows. She mm -hmm. even felt. She saw. So she could even tell you she saw the power of God and how the yeah. name of Jesus has power. Like, And um, uh, she was just quiet. And I'm like, you have to pray. You have to read. You have to know who you're coming against or who's coming against you so you can know how to fight back. Yeah, for sure. But that was one of the experiences. <laughs> Well, a couple of them, actually. I just, a lot of people don't think that it's, like, that deep. That deep. Like, maybe some people that are listening right now mm -hmm. are like, yeah, okay, you guys just, like. This is all for show. Yeah, or mm -hmm. something like that, you know. Like, people don't really see it like that. But I just, I want to let them know. I want to let you listeners know that it is real. Oh, it 100%. is very extremely real. Like yeah. even if you haven't experienced it or haven't seen it or anything like that, or hasn't been <laughs> in your household, it's for sure. 100% mm -hmm. real. I also think that nowadays, like I let's be like honest, you know, I think nowadays you don't even hear about this anymore just because yes. so many, I might be stepping on some toes. <laughs> so many churches and um, pastors are in a way scared to talk about it and to like, really like, go into it just because it's kind of like mm, it's kind of like when you're selling a home you know you're selling them everything that's pretty 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 yeah, pretty pretty yeah. and at times you don't include what's 
ugly about it, you know? And at times that does happen within churches just because at times you don't want to scare away the people that are coming in, you know? And it's like, it's important for them to know because it's like, how else are they supposed to grow in Christ? Because for all they know, they might be going through a spiritual warfare and no one even like no. tells them about yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's you know, just that. I think Jesus was one of the uh, preachers too that, you know, spoke about demons too, man. Yes. And he actually preached a lot about hell too. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, but, um, you know, uh, throughout the whole Gospels, and even when the when the disciples went off to do their thing in the Book of Acts, you see demons getting cast out. Like, but you just see, Left and right. yes. yeah, you just see like or, or or read. I'm sorry, you just read that you know demons are being cast out and stuff. But I think it would be hard to actually experience it. You know what I mean? Like people might not fully understand it. Mm-hmm. Like how my wife was just testifying. Um, because uh, even before like Christ and all that, like how she said, like my mom was in in witchcraft my whole life actually. Like she only t- she turned Christian when I was like seventeen. Oh, wow. But um, but before that, you know, she was like, and it was like la la Santa Blanca, whatever. The heck Santa they, Muerte. No, no, no. The, well, the one, ones that they say the, it's not bad. Yeah, the ones that oh, supposedly like the, the kids. Yeah, yeah, the one oh. that that they do the limpiezas uh-huh. and stuff like My that. My grandma does that. Well, oh, she yeah. used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that they the pasal huevo and stuff like. But it's white, black, yeah, pink, mm-hmm. purple. They're all the same. They're, you know what I mean? And. Um, I like what my pastor be saying, man. Like all them fortune tellers, all that stuff. I can fortune tell you something. If you don't repent, you're gonna go. To that. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, nah. Um, but yeah, I I saw uh, first experiences was with uh, demons. I actually before like seeing like people getting shook up by the Holy Spirit and stuff like that. My first experience was watching people getting used by demons, like, uh, and then they have like a like a weird dance. Like, uh, cause my mom used to belong and I call it a cult cause that's what it is. Yeah. But, uh, she used to belong to this cult and uh, they would meet every Fridays from like 12 to like three in the morning, sometimes in cemeteries or sometimes in the houses. And, uh, I would see, cause she would take me sometimes. I would see like when the demons would enter people and then they'll just like, I don't know. It's like a weird like bounce kind of like a weird bounce, but like a demonic bounce. It's like, with their eyes closed. Yeah, like uh, they're just like rocking their heads like back up and down and just like just jumping like like a, a weird dance. But you could tell like you could feel it. You could, you could feel it when the, when the demons used to come in. And then um, I remember going to church with my grandma a couple times, but not really. You know, I mean, nobody really wanted to do that. But at that age, you know, um, which was horribly wrong. But it wasn't until my mom finally converted that that's when I went. And then I started seeing the other spiritual sides of Christ, like people being free, people like throwing up and, you know what I mean, like screaming. Getting the and, demons getting cast out. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the hell is this? The other <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't until uh, I remember one time, the very first time I think I've had an experience, a spiritual experience. I was probably like 17, 17 or 18. Uh, I remember this sister called Hermana Gloria. She came over my house because, uh, you know, I was stuck in gangbanging life and, you know, making honey bands, honey <laughs> bands, you know, trying to hustle, whatever. And then um, 
I remember she comes to my room one time and she was like, Alex, quiero hablar contigo. But I already knew. So, because whenever my mom used to bring her church people over the house, <laughs> I would just, people, I love that. <laughs> I would just close the door and purposely look how demonic I was, too. Like, that's that again, that's a spiritual warfare. Yes. You think it's you. But it's not really you. Like, I would open years. up. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, exactly. You think it's just you being a teenager. But I would open up on purpose the jar of weed that I would have in my room and stuff like that just so the whole house could dank. And maybe her church people would leave, you know, because they would be worshiping right there or <laughs> stuff like that. And um, But, yeah, and then one time, you know, she's and Mana Gloria comes up to me. She's like, Alex, come here. I'm like, I was like, see? And she was just like. Me dejas orar por ti? And I was just like, all right. And then as she started praying for me, dude, like, uh, like I started getting really angry that she was even speaking. And I got up, like, and, and I was about to punch her. Like, that's what, that was like, that was my intention to, to sock her. And then right when I was about to punch her, she just said, te ato en el nombre de Jesús. And I felt like an electrical cord just went over me, Dang. dude, and I just fell down, and I couldn't, I couldn't move no more. Like it was like, like at that point, my body, I left my body, and I, I could just kind of like see my body, just, you know, like, like uh, twining, like, like a, uh, like bonded type stuff. Yeah, like I was like, like I was tied up, but like I was trying to break free. But now looking at it spiritually, because there was no physical cord around yeah. me. It was all spiritual, and uh, I could see it was the demon manifesting. That's what it was. And when she left, after that, you know, she prayed for me, and she told me, like, God has a calling on you, and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Get out of my house. You Whatever. Know, I was but shocked. I, <laughs> but can you leave? <laughs> I was like, what you do to me? <laughs> what you do to me? And uh, she left, and I, I, that thought right there stuck with me. Like, I was just like, what the hell just happened? And uh, I was pretty scared, but I didn't want to, like, uh, continue it. in it. You know what I mean? And I think that pushes a lot of people away, too, you know, like not knowing yeah. mm-hmm. or being discipled right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, not, and not too many people, sadly, men get to experience those kind of things. And if, you know, how the sister said not to step on any toes or nothing like that but if your church ain't having none of them experiences you better run from that church <laughs> i was gonna say that <laughs> run for the hill <laughs> run do <to> it now <laughs> no but i've seen it too like i've known alex and marlene since i was little i was like in high school yeah. i've Aww, known them since cute. <laughs> i've no- yeah they've been together since like what eighth grade oh right? that's so cute yeah since eighth <laughs> I <could> grade never. <laughs> so i've known them since forever and I know what she means when she when she says like Alex would turn into another person when mm-hmm. he would drink or whatever. I would even tell my husband because my husband and and Alex are best friends. They're BFFs. Okay. I love that for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I would tell him I'll be like, babe, I like Alex. I don't like Rowdy. And I'll be like, Rowdy's when he's drunk, like because he would just turn like Rowdy. Yeah. yeah. Like he'll be crazy. But I can see like how much God is working in both of you guys and in Alex too. It's like, it's like night and day for real, for real. Mm-hmm. It's like night and day. I just think that's so dope. <laughs> She's like, I'm amazed. No, for real. Yeah. Like I am so amazed. I really do be like that. It, well, it took years. No, it's no, really yeah. a decision too. Like how she said, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, I would purposely and at half those experiences that she talks about that you know when I was on or whatever. Yeah. 
I can honestly tell you, and I'm not just trying to be like one of those guys, like, yeah. oh, I don't remember. I was drunk. <laughs> but no, I really don't remember. I really remember. don't remember, like, yeah. Like, I really, like, I did what? What? Oh, hell no. Nah. Like, I would, I would just, never. I would just see, like, the tornado the next morning that I did in the in the house. Or when I would wake up and they're not home, I'm like, mm -hmm. where the hell are they? And um, plenty of times, you know, they would run to my mom's house or run to her sister's house and just hide out for the night. But uh, it wasn't until, like, uh, you know, I started seeing, like, my daughter, my oldest daughter. That's when I was just like, I got, I got something to do, you know. So I try to come to church, like, um, like throughout the, through the pandemic. I try to come to church, to, like, to, through the pandemic to, like, you know, like, all right, let's just, let me just shut her up. Let me just shut up the kids. Let me just try to pretend and, and live this church life. But then as soon as I'm done with church, you know, I'm going to go do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Because I was still, you know, moving, moving mm -hmm. things or doing whatever the heck I was doing. And, um, yeah, I played that for, like, a whole year. And then, um, you know, still getting high, still, you know, drinking. Um, you know, I got into MMA, but it was funny, too, because I was talking to this guy when I was doing the MMA thing named Alex. He told me, too, like, uh, that that stuck to me because I know the word of God. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like I was I was a youth pastor with my wife for like three, almost four years. And then I fell off and mm -hmm. through this transition that I was doing. I was in the gym or whatever, and I was just trying to find, like, I wasn't ready for church. I was just trying to do something to keep me out of the streets and keep me out of drugs. And my coach did a real good job trying to do that. If not, I'd come in and get beat up for it. <laughs> right, but, uh, so thank you, coach. Yeah. <laughs> Round of applause for yeah. him. <laughs> Team Salguera. <laughs> yeah, nah, but, uh, and then, uh, yeah, um, but I wasn't trying to fully commit back to Christ. Like, I just wanted to, you know, call out to him when I needed something or mm -hmm. just thank him and here and there, but I'm still doing me. And uh, like I said, uh, I was rolling with this guy doing jujitsu, and I told him, you know, I started talking to him. I didn't know he was Christian. And then I was like, yeah, you know, this is like a cool little outlet, you know, like it, it helps me like calm down. Like I still battle a lot and stuff, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm still dealing with, you know, with stuff outside the gym. I didn't really tell him what I was dealing with, but I just told him I left it at that. And then he was just like, he was like, amen, amen. And I, I got kind of shocked when he said that. <laughs> and then he was like, well, just know that the only one that could truly set you free. Yeah, sports are good. Yeah, everything's great. But the only one that can really do it is Christ. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, I was just like, oh, God, you're, you're in here, too? <laughs> you're everywhere. <laughs> just leave me alone for one second. For real. But I, I, I remember, like, when he when he said that, dude, I almost cried, but I held it, right? I was like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. <laughs> so I dipped off, and uh, but I, I came to, you know, this church right here. And um, the church out there, because our church crows was closed throughout the pandemic. but And it just barely opened, like, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, for Easter, right? Yeah. But it, they had the online services. And I remember I looked at the first one. I was just like, I am not going to get fed like this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and, and plus, I was like in a rebellious stage, mm -hmm. too, you know, because that's really what it is. You're yeah. being rebellious. Yeah. Like, you're not trying to submit. You're, you're not trying to humble yourself. You're being prideful and rebellious. And um, so it wasn't until I, I came to this church. And, um, you know, at first, and I was real skeptical. You know, like I had like a lot of like, oh, they don't do this. Oh, it's not. This is weird. Oh, this is weird. Oh, this is weird. Oh, this is Me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, nah, man, it ended up being a, a place where God has, thank God, you know, lifted us up as a family, you know. 
I've came in here high plenty of times too, you know. Sorry. I love the honesty. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and I remember uh, Gio was actually the one that that's the first time I actually broke down in this church. The mm-hmm. little dude, Gio. Wally. The the yeah, fighter. Gio, yeah, Wally. Gio. Gio, our old Gio Wally, our old host. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, the young dude, right? The dead yeah. MMA. Yeah. Okay. Well, I only seen him once prior to coming here because our, our team went to his gym one time, but okay. I came late, so I didn't even get to spar none of them. But um, I saw him on the stage and I was like, what the heck? I know that dude. I was like, <laughs> I seen him around. I was like, he's Christian. And then he opened up. I guess that was his first time ever giving a speech. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had opened up about like how, you know, thank, he was thankful for the women like in his life, like mm-hmm. his mother. And then, but when he was like testifying about the impact that a woman had in his life mm-hmm. with Christ, that's when I broke down and I started like crying about, you know, like my wife, the impact that she's had. Like, like I'm telling you, like I try to push her away, even like when I wasn't like demon possessed or whatever. Yeah. I would like try to push her away forcefully so she can just leave me because I'd be like, what the hell are you doing with me? Like, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, I already, I mean, I, I did what I did already. You're free. You don't have to. You, the word says that you can leave me now. Like you're free. Don't have, you're not sinning. Go ahead mm-hmm. leave. Or, you know, but you know, just like the whole time, like, you know, she was just, she was showing love when I didn't deserve it. She was still packing my lunch when I didn't deserve it. And it's like Christ, you know, like we do a lot of things to Christ. We spit in his face. We insult him. Like, even if you're not just looking up in the sky and saying F you God, like you don't have to do that. Yeah. But, just your own actions, mm-hmm. your own your own deeds, your lack of interest in him, that will push him away. You know what I mean? But yes. he doesn't get pushed away. Like he actually draws nearer Closer, to us, yeah. and it's just like, what are you doing? And it's just like, come here, give me a hug. No, what are you doing? Like, stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Until you just boom. But um, yeah, that testimony that he gave. That's when I was just like, man, I, I gotta start showing more appreciation. And little by little, you know, I kept coming. I kept coming and I just had, I had to make that choice. Like, all right, this is it. I got to serve you, God. And so now we're here and it is, it is a night and day thing. Cause I was just like, gee, I don't think I would be right here again. You know, <laughs> I would feel like, I don't, <laughs> I always say this. I always tell Pep, I'm like, babe, I feel like he doesn't like me. He'll be like, Rosa. Like all the time, <laughs> not me calling you Rosa now. Yeah, nobody calls me Rosa. Only Alex, <laughs> only <laughs> Alex and Marlene. Like I would be like, why do they call me Rosa? Like I feel like I'm getting like someone called mad out. At me. Yeah. yeah, like my grandma Rosa, <laughs> and I'm just like hi, <laughs> You're like for hi. <laughs> but I would feel like even like at my wedding because they were at, they were in my wedding, mm-hmm. and I felt that he was like. Congratulations. And I'm just like, dang, like, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that's all funny. <laughs> but like to be like this now is like yeah. crazy. Like I'm telling you, God is God is dope. <laughs> but a lot of people también, they don't they feel like um which is not true. Mm-hmm. Of if you leave the devil alone, he'll leave you alone. Uh, no, you know. <laughs> Psych. You <Yeah>. wish. <laughs> this is till Jesus comes. Literally. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're gonna be fighting. Mm-hmm. till jesus comes that's why and a lot of times i don't know if you guys ever read but in the bible it says like we're called to be like um soldiers of jesus mm-hmm. yeah like soldiers what mm-hmm. do soldiers do like they're they they're constantly they trained yeah yeah they're constantly in battle but before battle they train they mm-hmm. have to go through a training camp 
and in that training camp they teach them how it is out there so they can be ready and it's the same thing in in christ mm -hmm. like that's what i'm saying like going to church and reading your word is very important because this is where we get trained to fight the battles out there because yes. we're not in church all day every day no. we're only yeah. church for a couple of hours and then after like we're mostly out there yeah out of church and that's where the devil really tries to take like you know really because when we come to church everybody's in one mind just mm -hmm. we all know we're gonna worship god then mm -hmm. when we go out there like we have a lot of stuff that we do like work etc like be a mom clean cook or go to school be a student you know etc but um that's where you come and train here to prepare you for when that day does come you know you know how to stand against the devil like the what the uh, the sister said you know that verse of uh, friday when she was saying like to put on the full armor of god yeah so when the day of the evil one comes you would know how to withstand it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it is it's very it, very important like i said i will i will say this all the time but it's true just so we will not forget like once we gave our life to christ and decide i'm gonna live for jesus boom you're on that hit list to for yes. the devil yeah period like whether you believe it or don't believe it that's what it is mm -hmm. and one thing especially if you're like really serving god because if yeah. you're really if like she said in the beginning like marlene said if you're one foot in one foot out god's like i mean the devil's like Oh, yeah, you're not that worth it. You're not yeah. that precious. You're not that special. Yeah, man. even though he I will. I mean, you are, but, like, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> even though he will send attacks, like, the devil knows how to get you, like Rocio was saying. I feel like, hate to cut you off, but I feel like it's more so kind of, like, when you're really strong with your faith in God, that's when he really comes at you the hardest. Because yeah. it's, like, he's really, because think about it. It's kind of, like, you're really trying to get knocked down, you know what I mean? And it's, like, if you're really strong and you, you've really, like, sat there and you've trained for it, then it's going to be really difficult, meaning that your battle is going to be more harder than it would be if you're in and you're out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's why it feels so much more challenging. For sure. And then um, I wanted to add that ignoring the devil doesn't, make him leave it doesn't make yeah. him not give you an attack or mm -hmm. whatever or a spiritual attack resisting the devil causes him to leave mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the bible says to resist just like how how uh, i'll say rowdy just how alex <laughs> was saying that you have to resist you have to resist what you're feeling god gave us choice like that's the biggest thing that he gave us is choice we can choose to to go into the attack and be like Oh, yeah, I know this is attack, but I'm just going to keep on going with it, you know? Yeah. Just like for me, I feel like I I personally have never, like, I've seen demons being casted out, mm -hmm. but I've never had one in me, I think. I don't know. You're like, <laughs> oh, I would hope so. I would hope not. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't know. But I feel like what I struggle a lot with is um, depression and insecurity. Oh, a lot. Like a lot. Like last year was crazy. But recently like literally last week <laughs> i feel like i was going back into that that mental place where i didn't like i don't like to be and i know what comes up after that mm -hmm. i feel like i felt like very sad and like worthless like oh my god i'm 28 and i'm not doing anything with my life i'm this and i'm that and i'm that and then it hit me one day i was like what are you doing like you know who you are in christ like Amen. what are you doing you're over here sitting and dwelling on your pain and stuff so then that's when God told me, like, don't dwell in your pain. Just keep going. Keep reading your Bible. Keep worshiping me. Keep doing this. Keep doing that. And then that's when I was like, that's when I knew that I was strong in, in Christ because I was like, and the old me would have dwelled in that pain and literally would have cried and felt depressed and did this and did that. 
But the new me in Christ is like, no, I need to pick myself back up. And I need to, I know what I need to do. I need to get back in my word. I need to start praying again. Because honestly, I wasn't, I had stopped reading my Bible. I had stopped doing Bible studies with Marlene. We do it every day. I stopped. And I, if I felt it. You feel it in yourself yeah. when you stop. Yeah. But I wanted to say something also like, uh, it's not just resisting because it is, but before that, there's a thing that says in that verse. It first says, submit to God. Ooh. Resist the devil, and the devil shall flee. So how are you going to resist? By submitting to God's yeah. word. And I think that's why, like, you, you you do. I see it. Like, you do submit to God's word. You know, you, you're trying to follow Christ. So I see you are uh, being obedient. So I think that's the important thing to know as young ki- young adults, youth, or even a, a period, like in general, human beings in general, like the only way we'll be able to resist the devil is if we submit to his word and his authority in obedience. Like you guys always sing this song that uh, I, I've so only heard it here, you know, so <laughs> I fell in love where it says simple obedience. Changes mm-hmm. history. Changes it. That song was, it's Go so true. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't sing it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. Like, you know, so how are you going to resist by submitting to God's word? You want to resist the temptations. You want to resist the, uh, not falling back or not falling into that state where the devil trying to have you or trying to destroy you. We have to walk in that obedience. Then we'll be able to resist the devil. And then the devil's going to flee. Yeah. It's not if he, or what if he does it? No, no, it says, then he's he gonna. leaves. Mm-hmm. He's leaves. There's no ifs or no, he's going to leave, period. Yeah, but I think... Sorry, but I think that's why um, I'm not going to say youth, but just people in general have such a hard time with like their relationship with God. It's because they have such a hard time submitting to God because they they can't really. mm, I just feel like some of us are such control freaks that the second that we submit to something or someone, we feel like we've lost control and we feel like, okay, like I can't handle this. Like I'm not driving my own car now. You know what I mean? Like someone else is doing it for me. And I think that is why so many people struggle with it because they they need to kind of like learn how to submit to god you know they need to learn that it's a process it's not going to be easy but you got to do it you know yeah amen and we also see too uh speaking about that um regarding with the devil and stuff like that like submitting he'll flee uh we see like in the garden of eden when he approached eve you know eve okay we we had we had talked about this in the bible study Eve, uh, you know, the devil came in and gave, I forgot exactly how it went, but he gave uh, three different ways. Like, God didn't really say that. Or, mm-hmm. you, or you you won't die. This won't happen to you and stuff like that. Um, but he kept asking different questions because she kept engaging in his Ooh. conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, finally to what she caved in, and fell into sin, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we see the same temptation where the devil went and tempted them with Jesus when he got led by the Spirit to the desert, to the wilderness. Mm-hmm. It said that, you know, the devil came to him and, you know, first thing he said, like, uh, you know, turn these, bread, t- turn these rocks into bread. But we saw the difference there of the engagement. You know, one didn't submit to God. Mm-hmm. You know, the, she was told by her husband not to do it and then her husband fell off too but they were told by god not to eat from that tree they didn't submit to the to the lord with their commands vice versa with jesus he the whole way submitted to god during that whole conversation and then he fled you know that's what Mm -hmm. the the bible says but 
That's why the word is very, very important. If yes. you want to see the devil flee, it'll happen. Because, man, trust me, temptation is going to come even yes. to those who are strong, supposedly, yeah. in the yeah. faith. It's going to come even, the attacks are going to come even harder to mm -hmm. them, too. You never know, you know what I mean? But if it came to Jesus, what makes you think it ain't going to come to mm -hmm. us? Right. <laughs> I think some people need to remember that, like, sure, Jesus knows you. But, I mean, the yeah. devil also knows your weaknesses, you know, yeah. and he knows how to really, like, tear you down. So it's like you guys have to keep that in mind at all times. Like, don't sit there and, like, crack open the door for the devil to come in. Like, make sure that that door is, like, locked and shut. Yes. Just, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And also, I feel like spiritual attacks are also there for, um, for you to grow. For us to grow. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know? Because everything that you guys went through, you guys are stronger more than ever, you know? Yeah. To speak about that, good thing you brought up that up because I feel like there may be people, because I was one of those people that was like, why is he permitting this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like everything that I prayed about, literally, like let's say, God, don't let this happen. And it will happen. Exactly. <laughs> I just said like, don't let this happen. Don't let this happen. And it happened. And I'm just like, and I would cry like, why are you letting this happen? Like, mm -hmm. am I, if I'm sitting, like, forgive me. Mm -hmm. but and then some people would even think well if god is so good why would he let that happen yeah mm -hmm. and you know what like you said god sometimes permits that to happen in order to refine us to see if are we really do we really love him like we say we do or and we're just him? with him just because of the blessing or are we mm -hmm. really with him because of what he did for us giving us salvation mm -hmm. yeah and so he refines us what happened with job yeah. Job got exactly. tempted like and yeah. and Satan asked permission, see? Mm -hmm. Satan asked permission and God permitted like lo let him. You could touch anything that's Job, but don't kill him. Yeah. yeah. So he was allowed to do that, but don't kill him. So sometimes God permits us to uh a to, you know, see that it is a spiritual world. Mhm. Mm B we are in no warfare and that the devil's always trying to come after us and to show that, you know, um to to refine us so Jesus could be formed in us. Mm -hmm. And you know how it says like he nos lleva de gloria en gloria from glory to glory. To That's glory. God's purpose for all of us to grow from glory to glory, not to stay where we're at. So sometimes God will allow that. And if he allows it, look, God is so good because he will never let us go through something. What's that scripture that it says? Like he's never gonna let you go through something if you're not ready for it. Or like if do you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. Well, he won't he won't put a load on you that you won't uh, you can't carry. Yeah, yeah, that you can't carry. Like he will make a way. Like he will always give you a way. And there is power in the name of Jesus. Like it says that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Yeah. And that's where you have to believe what he says, what his word says. And also says like he disarmed the powers of the devil and his demonic forces on the cross, making a show of them, putting them, nailing them on the cross. So. I really took the, when I gave my life to Christ and, you know, cause my, my pastor woman, like my pastora, like she is a woman of God and she's a, a, a warrior, like a prayer mm -hmm. warrior. So I learned a lot from her. Like she taught, she teaches us a lot. So I was just like, dang, like I seen her and I'm like, so she would teach us. And so off, when I gave my life to Christ, like I just started reading and I started ho holding those verses. Like you have to know, like, I don't know when you guys said, like your identity in Christ, like yeah. who you are, like God did call you, like the sister said, like that day on Friday, you know, he, he loves you and he prepares us. He just doesn't leave us unarmed. Like it says, el diestra, I don't know how to say this in English, but it says, el diestra nuestras manos para la batalla. Girl, me either. 
you know, he, he prepares our hands for war. Mm. That's what it says. He prepares our hands for war. And, it, you know, he's the head of all, like, these verses I literally would highlight in my Bible. Like, yes, this is so <laughs> true. Like, I'm, I need to root this in my heart. Like, you know, so I would highlight it, highlight it in my Bible. And uh, just a lot of verses that in the scripture it says that God has gave us authority. He's, God the Father gave all the authority to Jesus in heaven and in earth. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yes, Jesus, like, I'm going to use that, you know, like, like we usually <laughs> tend to like, you know, back then, like people that were fighters back in the world or before Christ, like they'll mm-hmm. fight physically. But yeah. now I'm just like, no, I'm going to fight in the spirit. So that's the mentality that we have to have. Like, yeah. you ain't about to destroy my home, devil. You ain't about to destroy not even my chi- my child. You're mm-hmm. not going to do that. Yeah. Not today because I have Jesus. That's so true what you said, because like, I mean, we're from like one of like the hardest places ever yeah. richmond so it's like you see that you constantly see people fighting or people getting shot people this people that and it's like they train themselves or they'll be like let's let's fight right now let's do it and you you don't see people be like all right let's fight the devil right now like come <laughs> yeah. on let's get it that's so true you know? and it's like that's that's bigger than fist fighting like what are you gonna do if somebody slaps you you're gonna hit them back you're gonna slap them back right exactly but when the devil slaps us what do we do we, we run cry. away <laughs> yeah we cry we don't know what to do you know like yeah. some people don't know what to do so i think that is so important um this is for alex how did you I, this is mainly like for the people who are like maybe like in that like mm, i guess you say quote unquote like stage of like they're more so going to church out of commitment to like make their household happy not necessarily because they want to be not necessarily because they want to be the change but it's like how did you transition and how did you kind of like in a way make that switch within your head of like, okay, you know what? Like maybe I should really start giving my life to Christ. <clears throat> well, to be honest, like I said, uh, once you experience Christ for who he is, mm-hmm. it's like you, you can't run away from him no more. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like I was the youth pastor back in the days. So I already had knowledge because when we came to Christ, like I said, we, we both, got liberated the same day yeah, like, like we were demon possessed like reals. when we first stepped in the church like <laughs> she said for real <laughs> i had just turned 21 i was like you know what i was like at the prime of my game banging life whatever you want to call it that you know i had no intentions to serve in christ i didn't want nothing to do other than that experience that i had with when i was 17 or whatever i told mm-hmm. you guys and my mom kept telling me come 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 you know and i didn't want to come and it wasn't until finally when I was 21 that, you know, I stepped in with my wife. Well, at that time, she was just my girlfriend, baby mama. <laughs> and then uh, I, I stepped in the church with her, and I was just like, I remember raising my hands, and I, I asked God, like, you know, if you're real, okay, if you're real, why am I going through all this? If you're real, why don't you change my life? And whoop, whoop. And then the pastora came up to me, and she had put her hands on me, and she was like, but I was praying this in the back of my, in, in mm-hmm, my head, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And she, the Lord the Lord used her to speak to me and was like, uh, the, she was like, the Lord is telling me to tell you that you're asking him if he's real and he's going to show you his real. And then he was like that, that feeling that you had to come, come here today. I put that in you because today is the day you're going to serve me. You and your, you and your wife. And then boom, I started getting liberated. The next, you know, she started getting liberated, okay. dude. And like I like it was like like real demonic like I was scared because I was raised Catholic I was raised Catholic so I you just see those in movies like yes. the exorcism like 
I didn't think it was real. So you're like, oh, I this had, is for real, for real. Like, I have no control over our body. I hear, like, the demons speaking through him. Like, scary, though. Like, even the voice change mm-hmm. and everything. And, like, yeah, they were, okay. like, really, like, I remember that. Like, they were, like, really saying, no, he's mine. We made a pact together. Because yeah. my mom had, when I was little, she had made, like, the satanic pact. Like, they had put me in, the, like, a satanic star with, like, and they had cut off a rooster's head and dipped me in the blood in the mouth, made me drink a little bit of it. And um, it was like he started like the demon started like referring to that pact that they had made, you know, and they my mom, the past the pastors were canceling it and breaking that. And like I said, but not to get too deep into all that, not to run wild with Mm -hmm. the question. But um, after experiencing that and experiencing the times that Christ just came through and then coming back, I think I was just too embarrassed that, mm-hmm. that was the word. You know what I mean? I was just too embarrassed to accept and believe what I was preaching at mm-hmm. one point, you know, because I, I would be like, I was like, because I was, God was already using me. I was already going to different churches, different yeah. towns, preaching. And I was already like on my way, like, I guess with the ministry, if you want to call that. And then um, I fell off. Boom. And everybody was like a shock to the whole town, shock to the whole family, shock to the whole churches and just. You know, it was more more than anything embarrassing to me, mm-hmm. and I was like embarrassed. But um, when I like I like how you asked, how did I make that switch? Um, because I was I was just playing church. You know, I was just playing good dad of the year, trying to be church man. You know what I mean? But really, no, with no impact, with no empowerment. And um, God started speaking to me in dreams. Like I I kid you not. Like I've I had like several dreams leading up to my you return know, <laughs> to my return yeah i guess you could call it and uh but he would tell me like it's time to serve me and then i would tell him in the dreams but i failed you but i failed you and i would be crying and he'll like uh people will be praying for me in the dreams and then um you know when i finally came when i finally made that decision i was looking for like that same empowerment encounter that i had yeah, with christ the first yeah. time the first time you know yeah. I, I was looking for that i want to be shaken up in the holy spirit <laughs> yeah. again. Like, i want to <laughs> feel your presence god yeah. so i want somebody to pray for me and me mm-hmm. fall over and yeah. throw up i was looking for those experiences <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean and um and i wasn't getting none of that mm-hmm. the only thing i was getting was a dream like stop playing <laughs> like, with me get bro up. like i want more <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, you know i think god was just showing me that because, uh, you know, when you run by just feelings, you're just going to be an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. your whole ministry. You know what I mean? You're going to be you're going to have very highs and very lows and you're not going to have you're not going to know how to react on both. Yes. You know what I mean? But uh, when you finally decide to serve him, no matter what, like, OK, like even if I don't feel you today, Lord, or even if my week is going bad, Lord, or even if they make fun of me, Lord. Like, uh, what are the people going to say? What are they going to say? What is that going to say? When you finally decide, like, you know what? I'd rather be embarrassed here than be embarrassed up there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when you just, uh, it was, it's a decision. And uh, that's that's where I went down to. Like, that's where I got down to. I decided to serve the Lord, me and my house to serve the Lord. And regardless of whatever comes, regardless if I felt him or not, regardless if I, I don't see him. <laughs> Regardless if, you know, whatever comes my way, I, I decided to serve him. And that's where I'm going to stand. 
because I felt when I first gave up, and that was for hell of a week, I felt so disappointed. I felt so angry, so ashamed. And, uh, you know, that's just where the devil wants to keep a lot yeah. of people yeah. down and out and ashamed and not being able to look up. But, you know, no, everybody kind of like, you know, I don't know if I maybe I just had a, the wrong image of God or maybe I just didn't want to experience his love and his mercy and forgiveness. But, yeah, you know, he is a he is a consuming fire. And, yeah, you know, we are we are called to a holy life and everything. But if you know, young man or young woman, if you fall or minister or whatever, if you fall, okay, that's fine. It's, you, it, it happened. We're, we're flesh. We're human. Mm -hmm. Just get up in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And what helped me too was the fellowship. You know, I yeah. had let go of fellowship that whole time because I was embarrassed of my brothers to talk to them, embarrassed of my church people to talk to them. But when I came here and I started fellowshipping, that really helped me. Like, reaching out yeah. opening yourself like hey man i'm going through this being vulnerable yeah like i'm going through this and stop blaming others stop blaming others you know what i mean like honestly bl blame yourself like you stop <laughs> okay your mom did no, this to real, you your mom did this to you a while back okay you didn't grow up with a pops okay whatever now it's your turn to make something different yeah. it's your turn to make a difference mm -hmm. and um and if you don't know trust me I didn't know how to be a man. I didn't know how to be a father or a husband. I just had the image of what rap videos and rap music taught me or the streets taught me. But open that Bible and Jesus will teach you exactly what you need to know. Amen. But that's what led me back. That's how I clipped everything back. Just. And I think that what you said with fellowshipping, I think that's hella like important it's so important yeah, it, is. it is so important that's what i think is honestly helping me and my husband and uh, and being connected you know with people mm -hmm. that that'll help us and not only like be there for us but that pray for us mm -hmm. like i remember when when i gave my life to god i remember marlene being like glory to god we've been praying for you Aww. and your sister and i'm <laughs> like dang i don't I haven't even talked to her for like years yeah and when i told her she's like i'm so happy like we've been praying and i'm <laughs> like Dang, if she remembered like us, that's crazy. Like yeah. people that honestly are going to have your back. Like, mm -hmm. man, I also wanted to say um, with spiritual warfare, like not to be afraid, because sometimes some people do get scared. And yeah. as a young person, they do. But that's where you have to uh, believe who Jesus is. Like, you know, he's the head of all principalities. Everything was made by him, for him, and through him. And all things exist because of him. Mm -hmm. So you have to hold on to those scriptures, to those promises that God already gave us the victory, that he died on that cross. When he died on, hanged on that cross, he disarmed the powers of the enemy. And when he resurrected, you know, he took the keys from hell, yeah. from the devil. So the devil really has no power, no authority, no nothing over us. And the one thing that he does like to put is fear. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and be like, all those encounters, she didn't get scared. I was. But I even with me calling out on God, because there was times where I had really like, you my God may think I'm crazy, but <laughs> I literally like a crazy person like would scream like if somebody's killing me like Jesus. Because mm -hmm. I knew it was spiritual. Yeah. yeah. And I would just scream like, like a crazy woman like jesus please come help me right now please mm -hmm. i need you right now and boom he will come through and just uh 
the point was of getting this was is prayer as well. It's not just word. Like, yeah. see, the importance. I know a lot of people, like, even for myself, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard to pray. And sometimes we don't have desires to pray, especially as a young person. But yeah. cultivate that. Like, come start coming to your church. Start reading your word. Start If they have prayer services, come to the prayer services. Because yes. that's where I learned mm-hmm. to really how to, like, dang, they really pray. Like, I remember <laughs> when I... First convert when I had first when I gave my life to Christ, like I started coming to the prayer service and there wasn't a a lot of youth really don't go. Yeah. And it's sad because and I'm not judging. God knows I'm not judging because my my desire really is to to build, to have you grow and be powerful and mighty in God. Mm -hmm. And the only way is when you congregate, when you pray, when you read. Like, yeah. those three are, like, really your thing. Like, it, it, when I went to church, I started seeing, like, the sisters. And what made me want to pray was because everything they prayed, God would answer them. Mm-hmm. And when people would come, like, they would have, like, um, servicios de ayuno, which mm-hmm. would be, like, every Monday in the mornings from, like, 10 to 3, all day just praying and fasting. And um, I would be there, like, obviously I didn't know nothing, like, but <laughs> I would be there, you know, and I would just sit down and just listen and then, like, I'll pray, and then I'll stop, and then I'll listen. But I seem like, dang, God, are you really answering? I would see how God really answered them, and I'm like, pray, prayers has power. And Prayer that is works. the way, <laughs> prayer with the word of God, that's the way we're going to f- fight the spiritual warfare with the enemy. And um, and not just with the enemy, with our flesh, mm-hmm. with even our own selves, like with our flesh, with our desires and wants um, that don't go with God's word. But I started seeing how they answered, and I'm like, God, and I did. I said, God, give me that give me that gift of, of intercession. And God knows I don't say this like of boasting or to be like, oh, no. no, I really say this as a testimony, because if you ask God, God's going to give it to you. Yeah. You know, um, I asked and I said, God, give me that spirit of intercession like they are. And I, I God really did give it to me. And that just was kept me like to to keep praying because I seen how they God would answer them. And that just was like, OK okay god answer so i just kept like praying and i I would just pray like i will pray to god and then that i knew prayer has power so it it may seem like overnight thing like with my husband but believe me i wish it was i promise you it wasn't (laughs) and it it takes time like it's not like a week battle no you know like one week or a day battle like you said it was years it was years it was and it was only through prayer five six years yeah five literally like and every day and I will go to church, like, and I will have to sing because uh, I'm in the worship team and I will sing and I would still have to do the youth, like, yeah. mm-hmm. lead the youth. So it was a lot. And, like, the, one of you guys said, like, when you give your life to Christ, like, and you serving him and you affecting Satan's kingdom, mm-hmm. oh, he going to rise up. Yes. Yeah. So, but let him rise up because we already have the power and, yes. and the victory through Jesus Christ. So it's not to fear. But just you already have that, like, we're on the devil's hit list. So. You know, we have to be ready and prepared, and that's through coming to the church services, praying. Like, if you don't have desires, even now, sometimes I don't. people don't even, they could be years in, in serving Christ, but you won't have desires. But sometimes you have to force yourself just because, and, and it's like train yourself. It says train yourself to godliness, so we're training ourselves yeah. to. Yeah. You know, we don't want to, but I'm going to do it because I ain't going to let the devil. I'm not going to let yeah. my guard down and let the devil try to. You know, I've seen in my life how he tried to destroy my marriage, my home, and my kids. So that's why I'd be like, no. And I've seen how God will answer. I will pray like, God, keep, 
you know, it seems silly, but really, guys, some, some, I say this because I heard my, like, my sister or even certain people say, like, but, you know, I feel like I don't know how to pray. Like, there's no way of praying. It's Me. just like the way I don't you, know how to pray. It's just like the way you're talking to, like, the no, yeah. way we're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even the littlest thing, God will answer. Like, I prayed one time, Lord, I prayed over Alex's ring. He had a ring that <laughs> had the name of his gang. Mm-hmm. And I did. I prayed over it. I said, God, in the name of Jesus, I cover this with the blood of Jesus. And I pray que tu le quites eso. Because I knew if anybody seen it in the rivalry gang, like, uh, off tops they're gonna either kill yeah. him or do something to him yeah. so I, I prayed over that ring i asked god like to take it away and bam he took it away and he it's so funny because he goes he says marlene where's my ring and i'm like i don't know he goes <laughs> did you hide it and i'm like no i don't know and then he was asking me all these questions till finally like because he knows god like even yeah. though he was falling he yeah. knew who god was yeah and he was like did you pray over it? And I'm like, I started laughing because I couldn't lie, you know? And I'm I like, okay, I did, but it wasn't because, you know, it wasn't that because I prayed. It was because it was God's will. Like, <laughs> so there's no, like, little thing or I don't want to ask him this because, no, you ask. There's power in prayer. When you start praying, you're going to start seeing how God really moves, and yeah. that's going to get you like, I'm going to keep praying all the yeah, time. I'm yeah. going to keep praying. It keeps you motivated. Yeah. Like, all right, God, you really got my back. Also, fasting. Yeah. Fasting is a big one. Fasting is like, I feel like, you know, when you want to lose weight, you take a weight loss pill just to speed it up. Yeah. But then, like, <laughs> fasting, you, like, speed up. You speed it up, and God really speaks to you because he's seeing your sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And as, he, as soon as he sees your sacrifice, he's like, okay, girl, like, you're serious about this. <laughs> All right, I'm a, I'm going to do what you see, what you tell me and I'll see what you do with it, you know, cuz I remember one time I was um well, a couple months back I was like asking God, I was like, God, I really want to speak in tongues, God. I want there to be evidence that you're in me cuz I don't want to just like say that you're in me and you're not, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, God, I want there to be evidence. And every time I would pray and there would be nothing, I'd be like praying normal. And then I remember I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done doing this little baby Christian stuff. I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast. And I fasted for a week. And then I remember I was here at church and it was like worship. And I felt like I felt a demonic presence. It was crazy. I felt like there was demons all over, all over the sky and like a black cloud. And I remember um, like literally looking up and I was like, oh my gosh, like there's demons here. And I started to rebuke them in the name of jesus and then i closed my eyes and i opened my eyes and like the first thing i see is pastor ruben and i was like i'm like i feel like god wants me to pray for him so i started praying for him like in my seat and then i just started to speak in tongues (laughs) i was like oh my god like i psyched myself i was like oh my goodness like thank you jesus (laughs) but then that was the the service um where somebody was here a brujo was here that's why i was like that right there i will never forget that because i'm like that only god could have told me that Mm -hmm. because i had never experienced something like that to where god would tell me specifically well and other people of course yeah but like god has never i mean he probably has but i've just haven't noticed but like that day i felt him straight up tell me like there is a demon in here about to attack reuben pray for him and then i felt and i was like okay god you're like say less (laughs) say less let me pray and then i i prayed in tongues which is crazy but i mean that's cool Glory to God. but just even if you don't pray in tongues god still loves you because that only happened one time <laughs> yeah so. and, and just uh you know not to add too much but 
for the people who don't know when you start feeling like the spiritual warfare going on, um, one thing that my mom always told me um, whenever I would feel like, because even, you know, growing up as a youth, you know, all it is is just like the devil comes literally to kill, steal, and destroy, right? Mm -hmm. So he'll put all those thoughts that, you know, like you're not worthy, you're not this, you're never going to be nothing or et cetera. Or once you start getting attacked in church, you want to leave, you know, because like, what the hell is this? My life was way better before I started coming here. Just like how the Israelites claimed as soon as they left Egypt, they're going to start bragging like, hey, I had onions back there. I had water back there. And we had me exactly. And then, um, but one thing that my mom always told me was, whenever you feel like you're about to engage or you feel something off or you feel like a, you had a nightmare or you feel bad presence or something like that, for those who don't know, she always told me to, to cover yourself yes. with the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. before you start doing anything. And then you start, you know, like little, mm -hmm. like even if you don't know much prayer or you don't know much word, that's fine. All you have to know is that the name of Jesus Christ has power. And whatever evil spirit is there, like, you know, just say first start off by saying I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. If you're around with anybody else, you cover those people, too, with the blood of Jesus. If you have children, you cover your children with the blood of Jesus. You cover your home with the blood of Jesus yes. and you start casting out evil spirits in the name of Jesus. So say that right there, the name of Jesus, man, and that God has authority. God has given the church authority and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of Christ. So, and reach out to your pastors, to your yeah. leaders. Like, that's uh, one of the most important things as well because sometimes we don't know, you know, if you don't know, or sometimes it's like a lot. Well, they can, in their homes, they can pray right there in the mm -hmm. spot. They can pray yeah. for you and we'll call them. Yeah, you could. We would call our pastors. Yeah, <laughs> we would bug them like er, literally, <laughs> like when we had friends gave our life. Like every day, we'll come to him. Like I was like, Pastor, like, this food just mugged me. <laughs> <laughs> literally literally dude i was on my way to church this and i we're really strong at this point but the gang would the rival gang would not stop coming after me because they knew who i was they lit up my car like they shot him yeah like shot at him yeah they shot they shot up my whole car thank god i didn't get hit though but i was in the car i didn't get hit i just heard like firecrackers going off I'm like, what the hell is that and i was on my way to church like, Fourth of July? yeah <laughs> And then they came to the church with guns drawn, you know what I mean? And I, I would see the pa the my wife started rebuking in the name of Jesus. That's a one powerful thing right there because yeah. before we, I should say that one. But <laughs> before we do this real quick, um, I remember I was at church and uh, I had brought some red PJs, but I was just feeling under the weather. And then uh, I was, I was kind of sick that time way before covid whatchamacallit i was feeling kind of sick that day so I, I didn't really like dress up and it was it was just like a bible study day i think and next thing you know everybody's shaking hands after service and you know everybody's shaking each other's hands oh bye hermano dios te bendiga hermano dios te bendiga and then next thing you know i'm talking to my wife and then my wife's face changes and she starts she starts saying like I bind a strong man in the mm -hmm. name of Jesus. And then she's like, and then starts rebuking in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, the hell, what, what am I doing? <laughs> like, right? I'm she's, here. she's looking like towards me. And then 
I look behind me like to see like because I seen everybody start scattering like running, like the brothers got getting scared. And uh, I look behind me and I had a thirty eight revolver in the back of my head, dude. I was like, what the and hell? And this was at church. Yeah, yeah this was at church. Oh. Dang. And I was just like, what? And then, but you know, I, I panicked. <laughs> I forgot about Jesus right there. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I just thought it was so amazing how my wife, through it all, like in the physical form, remained spiritual yeah. with it. You know what I mean? And thank God they didn't do nothing. They did leave, but you know what they do? They were just like, all right, yeah, bye. That's why I'm like, wait, I'm like trying to process this. For my, did they just like really walk away? They took the gun away from them and they oh, ran off. That was like, Dang. got it. <laughs> It was. That's why the name of Jesus really has power. And the only way you're going to grow, literally, I know I may sound repetitive or I'm old. I'm not old, but I may <laughs> sound old. <but laughs> you're like, um, I promise. Once again, it's going to church. Going yeah. to church. And you could even not be like praying at your home or reading, but at church, you'll be, you know, it'll help you. It will. Mm -hmm. Because in the time that I was going through all these things for heck of years, like, I've got, I had gotten in like a, uh, I was getting like in depression and I would just still kept going to church. I just kept, I couldn't pray. I couldn't read no more. And I just kept going to church. And even if I didn't pay, I couldn't even pay attention to the preaching, but I kept going to church and in the worship, like God will give me the strength mm -hmm. and I would just keep going. And I was really strengthened. And then, you know, one time the pastor, I was like, she goes, she, I was in my living room and I didn't want to. I didn't even want to feed my kids and I would just sit down like he would be at work and uh, I would just sit down and um, I would just I sat down on the couch and I'm like, I don't want to do nothing. And I just put on the TV. But literally before I turn on the TV, I heard the Holy Spirit like tell me in my heart, like you need to pray. And I'm like, I'm ignore it. <laughs> and I turn on the TV and literally like within less than five minutes, my pastora called me and she, the first thing she says, that's how God is, God sees everything we do. Yeah. Like he's so good. Like, and she goes, God, in Spanish though, right? She goes, God bless you, Marlene. How are you? Don't stop praying. And I was just like, what? I looked up, <laughs> I looked around and I'm like, and I just broke down crying. And I'm like, you'll understand. I can't, I can't. It's hard. I can't anymore. Like, and she was just like, yes, you can. You have to force yourself. Yeah. force yourself or else you're just gonna end up uh getting cold and you're gonna end up falling and i'm like but i can't she was like marlene you can and i'm like okay. all right bye yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go pray okay. so she was like just force yourself and it'll come naturally god will help you and i'm like okay so i started like forcing myself to pray again because i know where i came out of mm -hmm. and i didn't want to go back to where i came out of yeah like i was bad i'd rather go through what i was going through then and we'll go through whatever I, God's will for me to go through uh, with him than without him. Yeah. yeah. Because when I wasn't without him, I was, try, I was, try to, I was trying to kill myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. But with him, at least I know, like, God, you're with me. I know you'll help me. You'll strengthen me, you know. But yeah. um, I just started praying again. And it felt so weird. It did. If you guys don't never pray, like, it was going to feel weird. But just push through that. That's spiritual warfare because you're going to push through that. And with that, like the Holy Spirit is going to lead you. And, oh, you put words in your mouth that you're going to start praying and rebuking whatever the Holy Spirit gives you. And pray for whoever the Holy Spirit is asking you to pray for, for deliverance, for healing, or et cetera. But I started praying, and I felt so weird. And I just felt like they had my mouth shut, but I kept still forcing myself. And, like, within the mid-prayer, like, 
I started feeling back to normal and I struggled with that right. for like heck along. But I just they kept doing it until finally like God came through and it was gone. Like it wasn't but it was because I was I you know, Miss Ford said to yeah. do that. So sometimes we do gotta do that. If you guys wanna be powerful and, and feel you know, it with Jesus, really give yourself fully, like go to the prayer meetings, go to Bible studies, you know. Go to youth night. Involve go yourself in yes, everything yes, you can. Yes, anything that's Jesus, you know? Yeah. And be open, dude. Yeah, like, with I, your pastors, I mean, your I'm leaders. Not, I'm not going to say I hate what I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean? Like in the streets, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you would have certain people wear certain colors and pretend like they were gangster, but mm-hmm. yeah. half the time oh. they were just posting things on the internet and they were inside the house gangbanging to themselves <laughs> in the mirror. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, when it was like, hey, come on, we see some, you know I mean, we see some fools over here. Let's go get on them. Oh, I can't right now. I'm busy. You feel me? Oh, oh. My mommy's braiding my oh, hair. <laughs> <laughs> get out. Like, you know what I mean? No, like, for real. It's, it's, you got to be very frank about yourself, man, and, and be open. Like, don't be afraid to get judged like, hey, you know, if I'm struggling with lust or hey, I keep fighting, you know, I keep, you know, messing with this girl and or we keep falling in the same thing or I'm watching things over and over and I can't I can't stop doing this or I keep listening to music that ain't right with God. And I mean, like whatever it is that you're going through, be open about it, because I sure could tell you from firsthand experience when I fell off, I stopped praying. I stopped reading my word. I stopped congregating because I started focusing too much on work. Like I was in the mm-hmm. process of trying to buy a house and you know, I, I, I got, sp- I got spiritually blinded to the point where I stopped engaging in the spiritual warfare. I let my spirit man down, my guard down. I mean, I let my, my guards down and sure enough, t- the devil just crept in with me without me knowing it. And then, my pastor would call me like, hey, Alex, I ain't seen you in service. How you doing? You all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm great. I'm great. But real talk, you know, I was, I was already struggling with wanting a drink again because the coworkers or I was struggling with my, with my language at work or trying to fight people at work or, you know, just et cetera, just, or just, you know, with lust or watching things that they were, watch- they were showing me and, you know, I should have not been engaging in it, but I should have been more open yeah, more be, vulnerable. Yeah, be open. Transparent. Transparent. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the word. Be I feel like I'm so good with that. Like, <laughs> well, no, not really. I'm, I'm not going to lie. No. <laughs> You're like, I take that back. I do take it and back. And it's not something to be embarrassed because I feel like a lot of us are like, we don't want people to know what we're struggling with. We don't want people to know what's going on with Because we're house. prideful. Bro, look at me. I was like, I'm the preacher. I'm the youth pastor. Yeah. I'm supposed to do it. Nah, I'm supposed dude. to have it together. Yeah. 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 I'm the one messing And then yeah. I'm having phone calls of youth calling me, like, because they would call us, like, all the time. You're like, I'm and going then, through the same thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, sometimes, you know, I didn't even know what to respond no more. Like, but it's, it's, it's very critical, dude. To be transparent so they can know when they're in prayer and you know there could be a spiritual warfare for you yeah and that that's it's it really does help like it uh, if it's it's, if the word of god says like uno one uh flee uno huye a mil imagine two three people how many like one if they pray one prayer it flees a thousand Mm -hmm. imagine two three people like Mm -hmm. how many more they're not gonna flee so you got to be like, yeah, say what you're struggling, what you're dealing with or whatever. So they can be able. But don't go to people that, you know, are not are like not spiritually <laughs> mature. 
yeah, that you know are not praying because yeah. in the end, like, they'll just speak about you and it will end up being hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or your worldly coworkers. Yeah, or your <laughs> friends or, you For know, real. we tend to go to people like to get advice or, but it's the wrong people. If they're not mm-hmm. serving Christ and really like living for Jesus, don't go to them. Yeah. Go to people that are actually going to pray because I actually like, <laughs> I would hit up everybody like, I need you guys to please pray for me. I go to church like, this is going on in my home. Please pray for my husband. Like he has an addiction problem and all these things going on. Like, and I will tell other churches of other brothers that I knew, like, please, that I knew that we're praying. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, be, I thank God because we are the body of Christ and really does like prayer really does work. It says we're two or three, you know, agree on something on earth. God hears. Yeah. And this living proof. God does hear. That's why I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for my brothers and sisters that, that you heard our prayer. You heard their prayer. Thank you. So don't be ashamed. Like, by all means, go to your youth leaders, your pastors, or any brother or sister that you know that is following Christ, and, you know, go tell them, like, if you need prayer, go ask. Amen. I love that. Amen. Anything else you guys want to add on before we close off this episode? You guys? The name of Jesus has power. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, I just want to thank you guys for real, for real, um, taking the time out of your day <laughs> for you guys coming and driving all the way out here to do a podcast. And I, I love you guys so, so much. And I admire you guys so much. You guys are goals. <laughs> Hashtag goals. <laughs> um, no, but for real, I'm, you guys inspire me so much. And, ah, uh, I don't want to cry, but (laughs) no, I don't want to cry. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they, they, they have a real, a real big heart uh, space in my heart. Mm -hmm. I love them so much, but thank you guys so much for coming and thank you guys for listening. Okay. Do you want to say anything, Brianna? (laughs) (laughs) Before I cry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Where can they find you guys? If you guys want to give out that that information now, if you guys don't, that's absolutely fine. Instagram. Instagram. Well, I only got an Instagram. It's called True Faith Bullies. <laughs> okay. That's my only Instagram that I we got. We love that for oh, you. Oh, and my wife, but it's right there on the same thing. So I don't have to underscore it, da-da-da-da, underscore. Yeah. <laughs> Just True <laughs> Faith <there>. Bullies. <laughs> um, but on the other hand, we do have Legendary Youth Nights on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Yes. We have Sunday service at, on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. We have Fuel Nights on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. We're back to our Wednesday services. By the time you guys are hearing this, um, our next service would be our men's, men's service, which is also at 7.30 p.m. on Wednesdays. Um, what else am I missing? Um, I think that's it. And this is all at 501 Auto Center Drive. Follow us at, at Legendary Youth Official. Mm-hmm. And come back for our next episode. I think that's it. Right? I think so. Yeah, I'm like trying to process everything. I think so. I don't yeah. know. I think so. But all right, guys. God bless you guys. Have a blessed week. Um, talk to us. Text us. Oh, yeah. Text us at 925. Give me a second. 925. Um, I posted my number a couple times, and that's really bad. What the heck is the number? Hold on. I used to know it. 272. Okay, 925-272-4434. Um, if you guys either have questions or you guys just need help or anything um or prayer or prayer yeah we will most likely answer i mean we will definitely answer and you guys could also dm us on legendary youth official yeah all right guys see you guys next week or not see you guys whatever yeah (laughs) bye bye